Hello and welcome to another episode of the After School Anime Club. My name is Max Newland. I'm one of your co-hosts and one of your chapter co-presidents. And with me today are two more chapter co-presidents. His classroom doesn't tolerate teachers who change grades. It's Max Kostrak. That's correct. I did used to teach and it's it's 100% true. On the mark again, Newland. Pretty disgusting thing to do to a person. She can right, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> she can sleep through anything, even a house fire. It's Stevie Matos. Yo, you know how many earthquakes I slept through in undergrad, though? <laughs> like, so Multiple? Many. Yeah, we had actually, we had a couple of, like, 3.5ers. Because we, because oh Western God. was on a fault line. Yep. Yeah, no, no, I like remember this now. I, I also slept through one of these. Them bad boys rocked me to sleep every time. I slept harder late wow. for class the next day. I was like, sorry, earthquake. Sorry, earthquake. <laughs> Sorry, earthquake. Um, I'm not going to apologize for being good at sleeping. (laughs) Yo, that's my superpower. Being able to fall asleep anywhere at any time. Oh, people hate me for it. Wow. I love that. I wish I had that. Uh, And we've also got a third person here with us once again, or fourth person, I should say. She is the Moonshot Network event planner and the host of Argonauts and Dead Teen House Party on the Moonshot Network. It's Marn. Hello. Hey, Marn. Welcome, Marn. How's it going, Marn? Uh, good. I'm I'm very excited to talk about Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> you you have joined us. I think these are some of our most joyous episodes, right? Yeah, now. these are great uh, this episodes. Show is so, this show is so delightful. <laughs> the tone, the difference in tone on After School Anime Club when we're like enjoying the anime we're watching is like <laughs> so huge. <laughs> Oh no! It's oh. truly a night and day situation because Seriously. we were we were st- we were struggling through Tenchi OVA. We were drowning. We were like st- to be honest, we were like- that, se- that second OVA hey, you is know, like there was a lot to talk about at yeah. least. So much, and I felt bad because many I like, topics. I, I was like, I'm happy that Newland doesn't feel like he has to be an apologist for this OVA. But we all were like, Woo! <laughs> I know. <laughs> you got to kill your darlings, folks. That's what we've learned on After School Anime Club. Here's the thing. Oh I am God. expecting us in two weeks to be the exact same way with Crown Shin because I'm pretty sure oh, we'll I've see. cursed the fuck out of us. I'm, I'm pretty worried. sure I've cursed us. <laughs> I'm yeah, scared. I'm so uh, concerned. But you know what? Let's, let's, I don't want to backslide. I want to stay no. here in this joyous moment that we have together. Yes. With Yusuke and Kuwabara mm-hmm. and Botan and. Yes. Oh, this is just so delightful. Yes. We are here to feel the touch of a friend. We do know where to go. It's so true. And Thank you for waking me up. Thank you for waking me up. You guys have no how have no idea how close I was to bringing a game today where I was like, I'm gonna read lyrics out from the anime songs. Oh my god. <laughs> Here's the thing though. I either I'll either kill that or I will be like bad zero no i'll be bad at it zero for because all. there's like no there's there's Very three bad. that i know off the top of my head for sure oh shit really Already? well 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 ones that have lyrics there's okay two that i know for sure for oh sure. yeah i know you know you were into the uh the gundam wing one just communication but i gundam wing dance uh yeah uh be communication but also uh and i can do it in its original japanese um real oh, folk loose. nice mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Well, I'm going to mm-hmm. put that in my back pocket then. Uh, Martin, I, I, you joined us specifically as a Yu Yu Hakusho fan. You talked about how big a Yu Yu Hakusho fan you were on the form that you put in. 
what what is you know i'm glad you could join us here these were some really great episodes um you you hawker show's just been tons of fun but you know what else is tons of fun there uh our dear friend caro joined us earlier this uh earlier this year and they gave gave us a, a pretty fun game that I really enjoyed playing. So I'm going to take a stab at it myself. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm excited. It's time for a second round of After School Anime Flub. <laughs> right so, so you may ready. remember this already um this is where i have like a pun basically and i want you to figure out what it is and i'm going to give you a hint okay um and i think this one works out really well when you buzz in so i'm gonna institute okay. buzzing. Oh, yeah get a get so, a buzz ready uh-oh. in the chat oh god yeah. oh god i gotta open the chat open the chat up get a buzz ready and hit enter when you think you've got it and are these um, these are, are these typically these puns are typically like the titles of animes, right? They could be the title of an anime, or they could be the name of a character from the anime. Okay. 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 Ooh. Okay. Okay. Kind of. Oh, they can it's be the name. Of. Wait, hold on. The name of the character from the anime. Sometimes it, it, there's mixes things in here. Hopefully, you'll be able to get it. I think oh, yeah. God. I think it's going to become clear. <laughs> I'm excited, but I'm so stressed. Yeah. Um. The first one is is kind of a warm up. Okay. 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 This delinquent spends too much time fighting, not enough time cleaning his room. Too much time fighting, not enough time cleaning his room. <laughs> okay. Costrack, uh, what's no. up? What do you What do you got for me? I, I don't. I don't know if this is correct, but I'm gonna what? guess Yusuke. You're a messy. Correct. Oh! Yusuke, you're a messy. was correct. <laughs> right I was thinking answer. about the wrong thing. I was please, thinking about the wrong Please thing. edit out the 30 seconds of us <laughs> yeah. in silence trying to think of something. <laughs> Looking at each other like, what the fuck? Where the fuck is it? Where's we the got pun? there. We got there. We all I was knew. trying to get to the pun in my head. <laughs> I was sitting here like, I was sitting here like, I know. I know who this is. Granted, yeah. I'm already faded. So essentially, <laughs> my stupid ass was like, Yu Yu Haka show? How do you make a pun out of that? And I, thought I, I spent way too long on Yusuke. And it yeah. wasn't until I started yeah. like, wait, you're a meshy. Okay, I should clarify. Now that I'm actually looking at these, all of these are characters or locations. Okay, okay. that helps. Okay. Sorry, sorry, so sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Now we we'll know. We'll clarify that going forward. Number two. Okay. Five alien women all chasing after him. Can you blame him for having a couple of drinks to unwind in the evening? What is this motherfucker's last name? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can you say it again? Five alien women all chasing after him. Can you blame him for having a couple of drinks to unwind in the evening? Okay. Did I actually make this too hard? <laughs> Can we? Um. Oh, okay. I think. Do you have the pieces oh of the pun? 
and you have to I mean, What I'm missing him? is I can't remember. I can't remember Kenchi's last name. Okay, his last is name it? is Masaki. Oh. Oh, that's Stevie. Tenchi. It's my. It's something my sake because there sake. you go. It's a sake pun. Okay, Tenchi Masake. <laughs> like, yes, that was the answer. Tenchi Masake. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> like Tenchi Masake. This could get messy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see. We're going to see how it goes. We just need to have the backup plan of help me remember their last name. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. You thought we were smart. Joke's on you. We are pretty here. We are pretty. (laughs) And an an unfortunate fact of me, I'm bad at names. Yeah. I I cannot retain names. I write down all the names. Okay. I just write down the first name. It took me a second. Yes. I got to start doing that. Gosh. We'll just muddle through here. Number three. Let's go. The most prestigious universities in New England or Ayaka's home planet. Oh, did we get a Mr. Kostrak buzzing in? No, that was from the last round. Oh, yeah, that was the last round. <laughs> Can you read the prompt one more yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, almost yeah. have it. The most prestigious universities in New England or Ayaka's home planet. Maybe it could be and Ayaka's home planet, including both locations. That's Mr. Kostrak. This is a stab in the dark. Is it the Jiraivi League? Correct. It's the Jiraivi oh League. <laughs> oh! I enjoy how difficult these are because the, the, the sense of satisfaction getting it. I feel stronger than just beat a Dark Souls boss. <laughs> After school Love anime me. flub, the, the dark souls of anime club games. Oh my god. Kostrak steps up with his with his finger on the buzzer, like, let me solo him. Pointing pointing to the rafters like me. And then and then I do yeah, 100 somersaults. <laughs> I feel like I I seeded my own downfall months ago when Caro DM'd me and was like, hey, I'm working on this game for after school anime club. Do you think this is too hard? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, some behind the scenes action. Oh wow, no. Wow, Marn, I didn't know that happened. I love that. Your choices really do come back to you. It's so I mean, true. I'm telling you, for real. Oh my no- gosh. Okay. Number four. Number four. She's six feet tall, carries a huge gun, and by God, she makes a mean hamburger. Okay, <laughs> sorry. The possibilities are are flying all around me. <laughs> I think, like, I know who it is. I just, okay, I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm working I, on the pun. I, I buzzed in. Yes, Max. I, this is this might be out of left field. It feels crazy when I say these. Sorry, <laughs> Millie Dave Thompson no. or no Dave Thomas? Oh, You've no, got the I, right I, character. You're going in the wrong direction. Um, oh, if it helps, it's a pun on the first name. Not a pun on the last name. <laughs> how do you how do you make hamburgers? Is that Marn? Yeah, is it Grilly Thompson? Yes, it's Grilly okay. Thompson. <laughs> I feel like we were all going in the direction of thinking of like fast food restaurants. Yeah, yeah. I was a hundred percent trying to get McDonald's in I was there like, somewhere. Yeah, I was like, how do you make Grilly Thomas? I was like, that's what I was thinking. Grilly Dave Thomas. Thomas. So good. Okay. 
This game is turning out to be really good. I felt insane doing it. This game is turning out to be really good for totally different reasons than I expected. (laughs) Everybody's on the board. That's the good news. Uh, We're going into number five. This one, I don't know, guys. This one might be too much, but tell me. Oh, God. Okay. Here we go. It's a character. Okay. (laughs) This taciturn Gundam pilot. Gundam pilot fights under an assumed name, and in his spare time, he likes to train first-generation flying-type Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Is that Stevie? Hero Pidgey? Did you get just say Pidgey? Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> what do you got? Do you have anything else besides Pidgey? No. no? Okay, Marn, you were next. Is it fucking Firo Yui? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. Man. How could you? My home, my children, <laughs> my future. Oh my we god, are, my kingdom. I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> We've also accepted life. Spiro, Yui. Oh my ah! god. Sorry, Either way. In your ear. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just say Pidgey. Fuck you, Newland. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you only said Pidgey. Okay. That's the only bird I can think of. That was hilarious. Okay, number six. We are at. Oh uh, no! It's it's two two one. Max, Mar, and Stevie. So far. Oh my god. Okay. Just because she's a Kataro Kataro doesn't mean she doesn't need to eat a healthy diet with lots of fiber. Cereal is part of a complete breakfast. Oh. Stevie. Asia Bran Bran. You got it. Oh, yes. that's so good. Asia Bran that's Bran. Really good All right, one. here we go. Oh, okay. that one was powerful. Okay. It, like, it bubbled out of me. I was going to die if I didn't say it. I was going to die. So here's the thing. It's okay. tied up. We're 2-2-2 two, two, two across the board. This oh. one's for all the peanuts. This big sparkly cowboy may be a train robber, but at the end of the day, he just likes when there's broad consensus. Uh, Stevie. Brilliant Diamond Deal? No, not Brilliant Brilliant Dynamite's Deal. Not that. No. Oh, man. I don't know. It took me a very long time to remember exactly what his real name was. <laughs> his real name is instead of Big Dick Neil. Yeah, yeah, we've only just on this podcast repeatedly called him Big Dick Neil. BDN. I was so panicked because I was like, "What the fuck is his real name? His name is actually Big Dick Neil." It's Brilliant Dynamite's Neon is who we're talking about mm-hmm. here. What's the prompt? One more time. This big sparkly cowboy may be a train robber, but at the end of the day, he just likes when there's broad consensus. (laughs) 
consensus. <laughs> Not getting one of these is, it does make you feel crazy. Yeah! 100%. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> you can't get this anywhere else. Yes. I don't know about anybody else, but it feels like you're trying to speed read the dictionary. Yeah. You're like, you're like, it's, yeah, it's ultimate Scrabble, but it's with words, and it, feel, okay. it makes you feel so insane. If this is go too, if this is too bad, we can skip it and go to another one. I prepared one more. Yeah, let's let's make the last okay. one a tiebreaker. Okay. Yeah. What is the answer, though? That was we brilliant. Dynamites agree on. Holy shit! Ah! I'm, gonna, I'm gonna choke. I'm not waking up. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Yusuke's mom lives a pretty unhealthy lifestyle. If she catches a cold, she might end up sounding like this. Is that that's Marn? A chuka Urameshi. You got it. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> Well fought. There we are. <laughs> An earned victory. Oh, oh my god. god. Uh, rarely has it been such an ordeal. In a good way, In actually. A good way. Yes. I, yeah. I very yes. much enjoyed that game. I would also say though, this is I think this is a definitely our second tiebreaker ever. We've not mm-hmm. we don't get to tiebreakers a lot. We're we we're getting into the tiebreak zone. Like I've had a I've had to start doing it every time. I used to be that I would getting like competitive. I would kind of yeah. like scramble and like improvise a tiebreaker, but now I've got to get one ready because you all are yeah. getting scared. Also, this is our first. This is our first three way tie. It's true. We we never had a three way tie. Oh my god, I'm smart. I think it's you're all smart fighters. and brilliant. Um, and I'm so glad I'm you're neon. here, Dynamite's Neon. Yeah, Max. <laughs> Sorry, Stevie, to make you laugh at it in an opportune time. That that's fine. To me, you're all it. brilliant. <laughs> Dynamite, Dynamite neon neons. dogs. <laughs> oh Wasn't God. that a Beck song? No, that was Diamond Dogs. Sorry, I'm here. Now, We're here. Diamond Dogs <laughs> is something else anime related. I'm trying to remember what Diamond Dogs is. You're in- thinking of Metal you're Gear Solid. You're thinking of Metal Gear Solid. Going back to. <laughs> To our, I'm calling. You know what? No, Keeper I'm keeping it alive. Our rivalry with Keeper Sutherland lives. <laughs> you, Fuck you, Keeper Sutherland. Fuck you. Watch out. <laughs> but this does confirm something that I think we all knew in our hearts, which is that Metal Gear Solid is uh, anime. Actually, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's anime. Oh, um, on the subject of Metal Gear Solid ass shit. Yes, please. I don't know. I don't know if this is real, but I saw this on Twitter. Where apparently there was, I don't know if it's real. I saw it on Twitter. That's why I said I don't know if it's real. But apparently there was some study done with an AI that was like trained to detect movement. And I think it was like for the military. This is and, true. Yeah, this is a real thing. This is this is a real thing. And like this is a real thing. Okay, so essentially they were trying to figure out how to essentially throw off the AI. What did the mm, AI need to learn? Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. AI could only recognize human movement if a person was walking <clears throat> towards them upright so they realize this because if, it, if you did like cartwheels all the way across it couldn't it couldn't distinguish that if you army crawled it couldn't distinguish that mm. but also two dudes got into a box and walked oh, right yep. up under this they solid snaked it yeah <laughs> yep. solid snaked this, this, this is the I was plot like, of metal gear solid four <laughs> like this I was is like, 
You have got to be kidding me. That little shit actually works if you don't get the fuck just out of my bo- fifth people. Just a bonus. If you don't, where, just, just bring it on. Just give us the meteor because clearly we too dumb for this shit. Like, get out of here. Come on. We did our best. Like, we, we tried. The old college try. We can go home now. Pack it up. Pack it up. Earth is ghetto. I want to leave. I'd like to thank you all for trying so hard at this game that we played today. <laughs> Marn was the winner. Congratulations. Good job, Marn. Congratulations. Um, Yay. And that means it's time for us to start talking about some anime. And I know we all had a good time. And you can tell because we're all in such a good mood as we record. Uh, <laughs> but before we get into that, uh, we watched episodes three and four of Yu Yu Hakusho. And this is what happened. Episode 3, Kuwabara, A Promise Between Men. Now that Yusuke's mortal shell has been secured, it's time to get some good deeds on the record to grow that spirit beast. But how can a ghost help living people? While Yusuke and Botan noodle on that problem, they check in on Kuwabara, who's been banned from fighting for a whole week, or else the rat-faced teacher will have his pal Okaba fired from the part-time job that puts food on his family's table. Wow. Turns out Kuwabara is a pretty cool guy, though. He doesn't mind taking a beating for his friend's sake. Seeing this, Ratman turns up the heat and adds a new requirement. Score at least 50 on the upcoming science test. With Yusuke's help, Kuwabara studies in his sleep and makes a 51. He quadruple checked. No, wait, a 46? That's right. Ratman and his accomplice changed Kuwabara's test just to have the pretense to punish him. Thankfully, Yusuke is there to keep Kuwabara from throwing a punch that would get him expelled, and the two scoundrels get found out anyway. So, Okaba gets to keep his job, and everybody's happy. Episode 4, Requirements for Lovers, introduces Sayaka, a spirit world investigator who will surely be super important going forward. She's here to evaluate something. Don't worry about it. Hey, Botan's got an idea. Let's follow Yusuke's girlfriend around for a little bit. Keiko pretty much has her shit together and even gets approached by a handsome boy at school. She rebuffs him, however, and heads over to the Urameshi house to keep an eye on Yusuke. And everyone watches as she almost kisses him in his sleep before dashing out to help her mom with shopping. However, while she's gone, the Urameshi house is victimized by the local random arsonist and Yusuke scrambles to get help. Keiko is first on the scene and bravely dashes in to save him, but the fire becomes too great and Yusuke's hand is forced. He has to give up the spirit beast egg to save Keiko. His shot at resurrection is gone, but Keiko and Kuwabara are safe and sound. All is not lost, however. Seeing his good deed, Koenma appears and judges Yusuke's soul worthy of rebirth. And that's how we ended things in episode four. Bro, you cannot tell me that that teacher's name is literally Ratman. Is it? Is it's not. I don't know. His I, name is no, now Ratman. I didn't bother to learn it. <laughs> it's Mr. Akashi, I believe. Okay, sure. I yeah. think so, yeah. Does that um, mean Ratman? It probably doesn't mean Ratman, but if it does, I would. Not I as far as it. I know, but. Talk about, like, the uh, biggest dirtbag we've ever seen on this that sh- series. That shit made me real. so mad. I was like, dog. Okay, this was the thing that I did not realize I was trying to get to. The stakes in these episodes mm-hmm. are like cranked up to 15 every For time. Sure. Like these are these are what I like to call um 
uh, like OG Star Trek stakes. Like mm-hmm. you, you got to All this shit's got to be solved by the end of the episode. But we gonna compound all this shit a bunch so everybody's hair's on fire. Exactly. Like, you know, like the time limit in the actual episode is like so short. So you get wrapped up in their urgency with them. It's great. Look, I don't know. It's an about... achievement in television. It, it, it brought me it in on, on a ride from start to finish. Uh-huh. That Coke is great. I'm telling you, because that's that, that, them writing. Them writing rooms must be buck. Buck wild. I'm telling you. I love it. They got it. I'm telling you. Now, yes. there's that's a tradition. A, yes, that's what I love about it. As a tradition, mm-hmm. we pretty much always say, Marn, tell us a little bit about your history with Yu Yu Hakusho. Before we get to yeah. it. Um, so I have watched Yu Hakusho twice, and now I'm in the middle Whoa. of my third rewatch. Because rewatching yeah. the episodes last night, I was like, well, we could just keep going. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly it, what I did. <laughs> it was, I want to say, one of the first animes I watched as a kid. Wow. I it, like I would get catch it on Toonami on like the weekends, and I would like literally beg my parents to let me watch Toonami during dinner so that so that I could watch Yu Yu Hakusho. Um my wife and my brother-in-law are also really big Yu Yu Hakusho people. Um they watched it as kids and my wife and I rewatched it in college together. Wow. So we're all like I, in it. I 100% get it. Having watched so much of it now, I've, I've watched up through uh the Dark Tournament arc and a little mm-hmm. bit beyond. It it's an all-timer like this anime is really really good i i uh i was also a shonen jump kid so i read most of the dark tournament Ah. arc like serialized which was nuts um the dark tournament arc is the reason that the uh serial novel that i wrote in college has a tournament arc in it (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah we love that yes they get dunked yes. on these days, but I love a good tournament. Arc. Well, see, that's the thing is I feel like the reason the tournament arc has a bad rap is because it gets yeah. done badly and it becomes like pretense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can do a tournament arc that has real stakes or you can do yeah. a tournament arc that's just like, well, we got to have a lot of fights this season. So let's do a tournament arc. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a test for school. And it's like, this isn't actually. <laughs> Uh, oh no all the universes are going to be destroyed for yeah for some reason i will I say tagashi why. knows how to do a good tournament arc though because hunter it's hunter true. has it's a lot so of true. good tournament arc stuff in it too absolutely like the whole first thing of hunter hunter is like one long yeah. weird tournament arc that's extremely good and i get that because my favorite thing is i'm planning to go into hunter hunter after i finish watching yu yu haka show uh-huh. but i can but okay. knowing i've i've read a little bit of hunter hunter i've seen bits of it i know a lot on the periphery and i can already see so much of the dna in this show of the way that they run arcs yeah yeah, I I only watched Hunter Hunter within like the last couple of years, I want to say, and it's like it's really interesting to see how a lot of stuff kind of evolved out of Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, totally. Huh. That's cool. See, I've never seen Hunter by Hunter or Hunter X Hunter, excuse me. I just think the X by bye. Sorry, measuring classes. Um Hunter X Hunter, I've never seen that and I haven't and I hadn't seen Yu Yu I hadn't seen you you in any sort of like Mama. order. A baby. There's a baby here. Okay. There's a baby she's here. Baby alert. She's playing oh. with her toy. <laughs> it's okay. I see we love I the understand. noises that cats make. 
So good. Um, so it's like I've not seen it in any sort of order. So to hear this a lot, it actually makes you really jazzed to see Hunter X Hunter, uh, to see the the, the parallels. Because you know I like drawing <laughs> points. I like putting stuff together. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking. I'm a, I'm gonna have to check out a couple of episodes because I really haven't gotten around to it. I'm still stuck in like I still watch this stuff. It's hard for me to get into new stuff. So that's cool to hear. And I know Hunter's not really new, but. It's new to my This brain, is maybe so. the most general art opinion of all time, but I love when a creator <laughs> makes something and then makes a second thing that builds yep. kind of off of it and <laughs> yeah, they grow absolutely. better as a creator. <laughs> yeah. Well, the cool thing about Hunter Don't Hunter, you love it when? The cool thing about Hunter Hunter, you have two options that are both good. Mm-hmm. And not to not to get totally sidetracked talking about a different anime, but you have, there's like, they made it in, I think, I want to say like 99, they made a Hunter Hunter anime. And then in like 2000, okay. 2009 or something like that, they made another Hunter Hunter anime, and they're both really good okay. for different reasons. Um, okay. Yeah, I've only watched the the more recent one, and like when I started, people were like, "Oh, there's like some parts where it get, like gets really slow, and you should just like start skipping episodes." Doesn't matter. And as though. I was watching, I was like, "What the fuck are yeah. you talking Togashi about?" Togashi <laughs> does slow moments really, really well. Like because I think, yeah. like you said, Stevie, I think there is an understanding of stakes in in this mm-hmm. show. That Mm -hmm. is like really demonstrative of like an author who is, who knows how to, who knows how to entertain an audience basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To to speak, to speak a little on that, uh, there's this idea that the stakes in this, in in episode three feel so monumental to the plot as it stands. And when you know that in 50, 60 episodes, we're going to be hitting like DBZ levels of like, yeah. <laughs> of absolute like, like stake raising and power scaling and all kinds of stuff. Knowing that like the stakes feel just as real when I compare these two tells me mm-hmm. that this is a good storyteller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. More than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's like, that's what I love about it is that it's like, it's, it is like, here you go. Here it is. This is what's going on. Feel right now. Let's go. You don't have time. Mm-hmm. Make an emotional decision. Get to a side. I don't care. Like this, this, I mean, this thing really like for like just it's like, you know, nope, no thinking, just feeling. Feel, feel for me. Yeah. Feel for me, baby. Feel for me right now. Like it's really cool though, because there isn't like this trying to make like tiny moments of like urgency or whatever. And I think it's mm. also because it just keeps it all tight, you know. You don't I I know that this was not, des- you know, at one time this was obviously designed where episodes are dropping every week. Well, you got to mm-hmm. keep people wanting to see it every week. Yeah. And they've only got 20 yeah. minutes. It's part so of it's the structure. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's super part of the structure. I hate it when, when shows don't do that. And, and compare episode three, Kuwabara, um, Kuwabara and the man's promise or whatever the heck it is. Which, by the way, I just love that he keeps saying it's a man's promise. Yeah. Like, <laughs> promise yes. between men. <laughs> yeah. Um, compare that to the episode on Dr. Clay's ship in Tenshimuyo OVA 2, like where the stakes are really high, but like, it's not really communicated very well. It's not like made super real for you. Like this is intense. Mm. You know, this kid is going to lose his job. To see Yusuke like freaking out over these things. To see Kuwabara generate bruise after bruise and like really like it, we see him get his ass kicked. (laughs) Yeah. A lot. So many times. <laughs> yeah, so many times. And he feels it. Like it, it th- there are real consequences to each of the little choices he makes along the way. Yes. And yes. and, and the sure. e- the bad people, the evil people are so like we spend just as much time with them understanding them and like yeah. 
it's it's and how much they fucking suck. How, how awful yeah, how bad yeah. these guys are. God, yeah. I mean, less true of the second episode where it's just like there's random arsonists in town yeah. and everybody needs <laughs> that to was, watch out. That was, was the that? funniest thing. Okay, for yeah. That was- that most convenient ass plot point. There's a heat wave. No, nothing else. Also, by the way, nothing else indicated before this little car with the speakers on top yeah. mentioning a heat wave. Nobody, Nobody talking about it being hot. Nobody talking about it being hot. We don't see any like little wibbly waves. Off we don't the hear any we don't see cicadas. And yeah, no staple. cicadas. So no, no sense of time here. But then, two, I mean, forty-five seconds, if even, before this dude throws a Molotov cocktail into some random window. They can't. We have it to explain so exactly why. We have to. We have to explain exactly why what you're about to see, what you're gonna see, is gonna make sense. I swear to God. Let me explain to you real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This but is like the shortest time. And there's an arsonist. Shortest time ever between Chekhov's gun being put on the shelf and the gun being fired. <laughs> Boom. Just Chekhov like... just handed me this gun. He didn't even put it up on the shelf. <laughs> it's loaded. Yeah. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. If we put it in an ice cream truck, no one's going to realize it's a deus ex machina, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, ice cream truck, ice cream truck. That's exactly how that writer's room sounded. I was there. I was there. Um, What is with this rat-faced man? Like, why Why does he look so much like a like rat? that? Like, as we were watching this- This is a one-piece-ass villain, because yeah. that's why. Like, mm-hmm. he's so cartoonishly, like, this guy sucks, and he looks like he sucks, and he's just a hundred percent. Every one of his actions is shitty. He doesn't do anything humanizing. As Cassie and I were watching this episode, she was like, "This feels like a racial caricature of something." Like a little like, bit. Oh, no. Like I don't know who this is racist against, but it feels racist somehow. Against rat teachers. Against rat people and rat teachers. Yes. Maybe I don't know. I like I was. I couldn't stand that dude because he has hated Yusuke since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like he was speaking like ill of Yusuke, like the, in front of his, his mom. At his died. In front of his mother, like straight up in front of his mother, like at his altar. Like oh, it's a good thing that he died. And hopefully, we can get Kurobara next. And it's like this guy has to go to his, jail. <laughs> Yeah, it's too good. So is Takenaka, I got the vibe from Takenaka um, that he was like guidance counselor, but is he like the principal of the school? I believe he's the I principal. Thought, I, I thought Takenaka was the principal. Wow. That's well, kind of. meaning dad. That is kind of, that yeah. kind of elevates him for me because I saw him as like a, a, like a, a, a sympathetic teacher figure who necess- who didn't necessarily have a lot of power. Yeah. But no. Um, it was it was great to see him dishing out justice at the end of this episode. Yeah, because yeah. how fucking disgusting is that man? Like changing a student's grade so you can spite him by possibly firing his friend from the job that keeps his family from being homeless. Because that's the thing. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're trying to use this other kid. You're trying to manipulate this other kid into thinking that his actions will directly affect if another child gets taken out of school. Because that's yeah. what you're doing here. Yeah. Like that's gross. Because Kuwabara wasn't gonna have any sort of direct repercussions if no, he got into a fight. Kurobara's friend was going to be destitute. Like, that's fucked up. You're like, I am completely willing to let a child and his entire family starve 
just to break the soul of another student. And I think that's and I'm like, cool. That's Put him key the to the stakes thing, right? Like that's yeah. That yeah, is right. what like a lesser show would just this would just be about the Kuwabara being kicked out of school. You know what I mean? Like a lesser yeah. show would just be satisfied with, you know, Kuwabara gets kicked out of school and that's what this whole thing is about. Even though, like you know, we don't see Kuwabara at school. Does he like being at school? Like those questions don't matter because the thing that really matters is Kuwabara cares about his friends and right. Kuwabara doesn't want to see his friends be put in a bad situation. And, and like, the incredible thing is here, we're here on episode three, yeah. like to build Kuwabara up as this character from what he was in episode one to where he is now is very good. Because yeah. And it's also because they give this person depth. So, because here's yes. the thing. Mm -hmm. Kuwabara has bully energy, but Kuwabara is not the biggest dog on the block, right? We figured this out. Mm -hmm. Kuwabara mm -hmm. tries to step up to Urameshi like, oh, I'm going to fuck you up and fuck you up. And <laughs> Urameshi's like, oh, oh, it's the day that ends in Y? So you ready for your medicine, bitch? Like that, <laughs> you know? So like, that's what it is. It's like, Kuwabara tries to talk tough. We find out that Kuwabara is really not that, is actually not that strong, not as strong as he thinks he is. But at the same time, we see later in episode four, yeah. one of those episodes mm -hmm. where Kuwabara whips, no, in episode, there's an episode where Kuwabara like, actually knowingly whips ass. So it's not I think that that's this one. It's at the beginning of this episode. It's, yeah, it's three. That's yeah, right. It's the beginning of three. It, it, what, what Yusuke says is, oh, Kuwabara is strong against normal people, which is <laughs> such a fucking half like, <laughs> insult. Exactly. It's so good. Right. Humble bragging. <laughs> so it's just like, so, so we know that Kuwabara can fight. Kuwabara just can't be Yusuke. So that doesn't make Kuwabara necessarily a bad dude. He just doesn't like, he just, and then we see Kuwabara crying at Yusuke's right. funeral. So it's not that Yusuke, like Kuwabara and Yusuke don't respect each other. It's that they actually have a deep respect for each other and they right. show that by yeah. fighting. And so you and learn then, how that And then of course, when his friend dies, he builds a doll out of him that he fights. Uh, that made me day. I thought that was so fucked up and also adorable. I was like, an incredible character moment. That is the saddest way to process grief, my guy. But I'm so that's so cute. I'm happy for you. That's the worst way to process that shit. But I'm telling if you, if I die, yeah, if I die anytime soon, y'all gotta build a big like I'm pillow gonna, max and beat the shit out of it. Just really, I'm gonna, like, I'm, if you die, I am going to actually get a punching bag and I'm going to mm -hmm. get like you know whatever screen printed on the. Oh, wow. On one side, really gonna like your face, and then I'll have the other side open for when Newland goes because I am not going to go down. <laughs> We're both I'm not going to so. go down. Yeah. Two for one. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm not saying if you die at the same time. Newland I'm just saying I have the other side ready. Doll forever. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I'd put you on a whole punching bag. I'd screen print you onto a punching bag. No problem. Marn, uh, uh, Marn who's your favorite character in Yu Yu Hakusho overall? Oh. <laughs> I think I put on uh on Max's survey that Karanma was my Ryoko. So that, I I believe I believe that is true for a lot. Um yeah. we have not run into this character in the episode yet, but I keep mentioning the OP includes the whole gang. We're talking yeah. about Mr. Rose. Correct? I was gonna say, is that the suit? Yes. That's a suit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a fancy lad with feelings. And, oh, and a, an intense background. 
I do I do like Kubara a lot though. I will say in every like successive rewatch, he grows on me more. He's so good. I'm gonna start crying <laughs> if, I start, if I talk about Kubara so much. <laughs> he's become one of like my top ten characters. He's so great because he's like such a like 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 let's talk about four, right? Like how we talk about like he goes in, he realizes that's that's your Meshi's house. He shows up, and I just love about the fact that since you know, Yusuke is trying not to admit that he likes a girl because he's 13. Yeah. And so, but yeah. it is just known universally that everybody knows that Keiko and Yusuke are a thing. And so Yusuke, Keiko's in that house and the first thing Kuwabara says, Keiko's in there? That's Yusuke's girl. And I'm like, bruh, he's a true bro. He's watching out for his dead <laughs> dude so girl. True. It's so like, true. This motherfucker is gangster. I was like, look, Kubar is a stand-up guy. He will bust a cap at a motherfucker, but he will also say nice things to your mama when he comes over. Oh, shit. Okay? I do um, love Keiko. She's a badass. Keiko rules. Yeah, yeah. Keiko's she cool runs into a in two episodes. Building. She's, she, you know what? She gets respect. I always knew that she was the Velma ass. I did. I definitely called her Slim Fast Bulma yesterday. Look, I know what I said. Not yesterday, <laughs> the, day, the last week. I know what I said. I kind of still stand by that. But I'm happy that she does. One thing I do like is that she does have a personality outside of Yusuke, mm-hmm. right? And we really got to see that in four because, like, yes, she definitely has the whole like holding my heart for another person kiss the 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 unliving uh, sort of just body (laughs) ick number one there it is we got there (laughs) we've always got a little bit of ick whenever we watch an anime um but i like that about her i like that she wasn't just going to be like a damsel she's the she is a kind of take charge kind of girl and thank god her hair burned off because whoo i wasn't gonna deal with them pigtails anymore The fire did you a favor, Keiko. Yo, her jawbone should be proud. I remembered that her hair changed, but I did not remember that it literally gets burnt off in the (laughs) fire. It's a cool way to do it. (laughs) It is. Yeah. It's just, it's really troublesome when you have to do it every few months. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) So. I was that was cool. That was cool. Can we I, talk about how the spirit egg should have like it was a perfect time for him to release his spirit egg though? <laughs> yeah, um this was cool to me. Uh Yeah. It was weird. It felt like a strange it felt strange, but at the same time it didn't feel contrived that you could use the mm-hmm. spirit egg in this way. Um I I mm-hmm. And also just it just like talk about a way to like really accelerate what's going on here. You know what I mean? Like this, I can always forgive that sort of like plot devicey sort of, you know, Oh, the egg can also be used this way. As long as you are using it to play into, you know, the, the story and, yes. and what it's trying to say. Let's you know, advance like the fact right? that it Let's... created this specific challenge for Yusuke and for yeah. him to, you know, give him that opportunity to not even fucking hesitate. Yeah. Right. Oh, and I wanted to bring this up. I, I saw a thread on Twitter about like, um, th- there've been like popular tweet threads going around that are like, what's a useless fact about X that, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. you all have probably oh, seen those. Sure, yeah, One yeah. of them was what's a, what's an anime fact that, you know, um, so these sequences where, so after Yusuke throws the egg, there's this blue fire effect. And there's yeah. this like mm-hmm. bright, this like bright light coming in from the door that, that 
Keiko follows. In sequences like that where you see those like bright lights on the screen, what they yeah. would do is they would literally cut part of the cell out and let the backlight from the like cell ph- photography oh. area shine through. And that's, that's how they yeah, got that effect. Cool. And that's how they made it look like it was it literally so was smart. a light box that they just a used. Light box. It was really that's... glowing. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. That Animation. Made me feel so fucking smart. That's wild. Animation that's cool. so cool. Yeah. Animation is cool. Man, that's holy shit, that's cool. Oh, a thing I was gonna say about this plot. This is and also a thing that I can forgive for when this happens. And the reason why I can forgive, like when they have these devices that they set up, is that it keeps the the urgency ball kind of spinning in the air. Exactly, so like yes. you like it's it's so great because it's like the first urgency ball that was spinning in the air was I'm dead. <laughs> the second one was, oh, you can come back to life with the spirit egg. And that gave us a long sense of urgency because everything he had to do yes. had to culminate in this moment of this egg hatching. Then we get to this point where it's like, well, you could or you could not. So they present this big old plot point, this sense of urgency with action. So it was like with a different action. So once we get rid of it, we're not left hanging. Because that's what I was afraid of, actually. I was afraid that we were going to watch him decide with sure. this egg for the last yeah. like three minutes of the show. And then when we see him decide after the commercial break, I was like, wait, what are we going to do with the last three minutes of the show? Here we go. <laughs> and it yeah, also like, jumps oh, the curve in a way because there is a universe where we have a Yu Yu Hakusho series where we are like 10 episodes of Yusuke doing good yeah. deeds with the egg. You know what I'm saying? Like where, where oh, yeah. Yusuke, Yusuke has <laughs> yeah. to do like a My Name is Earl like series of episodes where he does good deeds Whereas, uh-huh. like, right. we get it, right? Like, we understand, and we don't really need to do that much more. This one good deed is huge and powerful and extremely symbolic, and it totally makes yeah. sense the way Koenma comes in at the end and is like, hey, you actually passed the test. Like, that was the real test, basically, and and yeah. you passed. So we're going to figure it out mm-hmm. for you. And Koenma definitely planned all that. Yeah. Is, is, always, <laughs> and is always in control of the situation and isn't a baby. No. Absolutely. <laughs> My favorite thing is that he was very casually like, oh, no, if you had actually sat on that egg, that would have definitely killed your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you were making yeah. a bad kind of egg, funny. so yeah, this like, is good for you. You were, you were doing bad, so it's actually pretty good that you threw a Hail Mary. You were such a shit stain that you actually yeah. would have to do this for like a thousand years before mm. that Joe would even pot- potentially not you bite been at super least a dead. finger. Yeah. You would have been super dead. You a dumb hoe. What made you think that three acts of not being a little... You know, douche you canoe. just watched a girl for like two weeks, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Oh yeah, you helped your guy get a good grade. Yeah, yeah, right. Whoa, right. Huge. Um, I'm the, sorry. The botons coming in, like actually, you didn't help at all. I did <laughs> yeah. love that part where it was like she comes in, she's like, actually, Kubara 100 could not hear you. Maybe he yes. felt your emotional energy, but I need you to fucking settle down because you didn't you didn't really grab his wrist. You're a ghost. Well, he didn't appear in his dream to help. Okay, him he study. didn't help him study in his dreams. Yeah, which that was, was cute. Cute. That was cute. It's like, yeah, you might have helped your your boy pass the test, but you also possessed a girl so you could beat somebody's ass. Like, okay, kind of. I'm so glad you brought that up. I can't believe I didn't mention it. Um, just like how it was great that. Fucking Kuwabara was doing a Chris Sabat was doing a, a, a an impression of Urameshi, like again with the incredible voice direction and like they animated her to have the same face uh-huh. as him. 
Awesome. <laughs> so good. So good. And she oh. does it, it's great because she absolutely kicks these these uh hooligans asses. Uh, she she kicks one in the balls like three times in a row. Yeah, she puts one guy's head through a fence. Yeah. <laughs> she jumps on another guy's back while he's on the ground, like fully a- two feet into his spine. Like. <laughs> the thing that sees it for me, and it's just an animation thing, is her first punch hit the same face three times. It was like a... Yeah. Oh, I, and it love, was like, I yes! love when a, a punch does that anytime. Yes. It's like, let me see that again. One more time. Roll that tape back. That was sweet. Roll that tape back, baby. It's so Did you good. see that punch? <laughs> let, me, let me show you again. Let me show you again. <laughs> Jackie Chan liked doing that. Just a, just a, a quick shout out. Jackie Chan liked doing that in his old uh, Kung Fu movies. You would see the hit, mm-hmm. hit. You would see the punch hit in a wide angle, and then they would zoom in and show you it again in the close angle. Really <laughs> Made for seven. really solid hits. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So good. I loved it. And I also loved at the end of that fight. <laughs> The girl, as Tenchi, just went, ah, Kuwabara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you all. Um, normally, yeah, I would man. save this for one of our games, but I'm just going to ask right now. Okay, um, I have the uh, Yu Yu Hakusho pulled up on Archive of Our Own. Um, I'm oh, looking at boy. the, the oh, list of boy. top relationships. Uh-huh. Oh. We're in the top okay. 10, because it's in the top 10. Do you think Kuwabara slash... Uh, Urameshi falls. Two. Two. I think four. it's two. <laughs> Mar and like two. No, actually, I think it's three. Three? Marn says three. Two. I heard Max say four. Stevie, what are you at? Two. I'm at two. Six, unfortunately. Ooh. Six is still pretty pretty up there, but uh, my guess was that it was a little lower down because we've got Hiei, we've got Kurama. Yeah. Like there's so That's many Hiei slash Kurama is number one and write about that was, in that yeah, show. That was what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> slash Kurama's number Kurama is number one with a bullet, dude. With yeah. like yeah. five hundred <laughs> fix on the, yeah, on I, the next uh, one. One hundred percent. That makes sense to me. We will not get me. to the episodes that make that uh, uh, clear, but I think literally I see where people got it. Literally five hundred more works than uh, the canon ship of Yusuke slash Keiko. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that, I didn't think Yusuke and Keiko would be up that high. It's number two. I, yeah, I, crazy I'm to surprised. Me. That's crazy because everyone was sure like Yusuke Keiko broke. Boring. <laughs> broke. <laughs> I do like the like. Give, give me this you shirtless short man. Woke. Give me my friends to my enemies to lovers. Give it to me. <laughs> Truly. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, these were two really good episodes. I know we're not going to get into like the main stuff that everybody remembers about Yu Yu Hakusho by the time we're done with it on anime club season two, but like, we're not going to get to Hiei or Kurama yet. Unfortunately, I think that's when you really like, you, you might, I not in the next two episodes, but if we were to do, if next season we come Oh, that's back true. It, yeah, I think. I think they show up in fucking like episode seven. It's like oh. it's seven or eight, I think. This I remember keeps I was watching happening it. to us. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have so many words to say about Hiei when we get there. Uh, I, yeah. A real I'm Vegeta. Excited. A real Vegeta. Uh, yeah, they show up in episode six so you will oh, oh we will shit, yeah, okay, okay here we go yeah oh, we got some good stuff hell to look yes. to. Yeah. oh man um 
Can we talk about how his mom was like, oh, he's not dead? I'm not grieving anymore. It's yeah, fine. I'm good. Time, time to party <laughs> and not do any cleaning. Oh, uh, oh I don't actually piling have to be garbage on my dead son. <laughs> yeah, on my barely living son. Oh, my son's in a coma, but also doesn't need any sort of caretaking, whatever. Okay, cool. I'm practically single again. Bye. I just gotta say, it's another one of those moments where it's like, wow, these are complicated characters, huh? You know, because I was <laughs> yeah, well, so I mean, like honestly. It's been two yes. weeks. Are you yeah, are you taking the trash out or are you Atsuko was so sympathetic in those first two episodes. Like I was, I was really feeling for her. And then you see what really happens in situations like this kind of happen. I feel like that's a very real true to life kind of feel is like, if you have a parent in a situation who is not necessarily a very responsible person, they might kind of backslide once they realize the pressure is off a little bit. I I mean, yeah. yeah. And I think it's also like a bigger indication too of like cuz we see the the one the one uh exchange we see between uh Yurameshi and uh Atsuko is her like I mean I don't like that I mean I I that's a bigger conversation about the time and all sorts of stuff but like he was the one who kind of like also kind of had to parent her a little bit. Like you've been, oh, in, when yeah. he comes home, he's like, you've been in bed all day. Mm-hmm. And she's like, go out and give me something. And he's like, or you could do it yourself. And it's like, <laughs> yes, I could come off as that's a bad kid, but it could come off as he might be the person who has to keep the house in order. Or yeah. like he might be the person he's pretty independent, not because he wants to be but because because his this is necessary is negligent survival. yeah yeah his mom's negligent and it's just like like that's real too so it's like of course you know her negligency wouldn't stop just because her her child no, has died. it would absolutely get worse or because she's or never had see, to take care of herself you could see all of these worlds as possible right where like right and and, and <laughs> i mean this is also like talk about tmi situations like this is like this is a very real dynamic that happens in the real world. And I think that goes mm-hmm, a long yeah. way towards establishing those stakes that we were talking about. Yes. Like, Yusuke mm-hmm. is not a delinquent just because he needs to be a delinquent for the story. Like he has been failed. Yeah. Grounded. He has been failed by mm-hmm. his teachers, his mother, every relationship in his life, except for perhaps Keiko is extremely dysfunctional. And even though no, that's, I shouldn't even be hedging like that. No, His relationship yeah, yeah. with Keiko is very <laughs> dysfunctional. Like dysfunctional, right? There are no supportive environments for this kid. And yeah, what do you think is going to happen to a child, a fourteen-year-old child who has no supportive environments? Of course, he's going to turn into yeah, kind of absolutely. And like the the understanding being demonstrated here by the author is like it 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 goes such a long way to making these characters feel so real. Yeah, right. I I I feel like. Togashi is like really specifically good at writing like parent and mentor characters who kind of suck. <laughs> like that is a recurring. They're thing. real people, and real people are messy and weird and have like strange compunctions that you Absolutely. don't understand. It, yeah. If your I think any story like this, especially if you have a character, and we're gonna see this again later in the series uh, a few mm-hmm. times over, is when we have a mentor. They are a human being. They are yeah. not like, yeah, they are not God. It's right. not Kami, mm-hmm. right? It's not King Kai, who is just kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. It's not like. Um, I would say King Kai is pretty flawed. <laughs> well, King Kai. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he might be 
be the most human person in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> 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 it's a bad example. It's a bad example. Um, but but there's more depth there. Is yes, is, is I guess the point absolutely. that I'm making. Um, well, I mean, it's like for example, like I'm thinking about like somebody who's the same age, Usagi Tsukino, like her mm. home dynamic versus you know. Yusuke she had an annoying little brother, yeah. But and she yeah. had a mom who was like up her ass about grades, and she had a dad who like supported her, but also like maintained discipline. So it's like it's not like the, you know I don't know if they were. I mean they were contemporaries. But I don't know if they were looking at each other's work, right? Whatever. But like we've seen they're married. Both sides of dynamic. I don't know. I should tell you this, like literally. Oh, they're married. To, wait, literally, wait, 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 Togashi, the guy yeah. who made. The- <laughs> Those two mangaka are married, in fact. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in real life. Okay, first of all, first of all, that was last year. <laughs> that, was, that, was that was last, last year. Kostrak, don't be trying to come at me like how completely did completely fair. That was that was last year. That was 24 episodes ago. You better take a fucking seat. You know, I can't remember what I did two hours ago, much less like two months ago. If you don't get out of my face. Fair, we've done a lot oh of anime. God. It's true. We've done a lot of yeah. anime. There's been three animes since then. Four. I don't fucking know. That's how More I measure all one. time now. How many uh, two animes? animes ago? <laughs> two animes ago. I, um, I haven't thought about you for six animes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truly. Um, but like that's the thing, right? I mean, that's I love the fact that it's like, oh, they're married. But like, it's just like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, he's showing the. Op- I mean, probably, maybe intentionally, maybe not intentionally, but also talking about the real. I mean, not that her parents aren't people like they're obviously humans but they're not necessarily real people that overly influence usagi's life like they're just right parents right. they're they're parent a they're and almost parent bit B. characters i mean they're really yeah, like they are. at least in the mm-hmm. episodes we watch they're almost mm-hmm. non-existent yeah mm-hmm. yeah um that's about it so yeah. that's cool and it, that holistic approach that Togashi takes with the characters in Yu Yu Hakusho, I think, I mean, it, it, so far it has just been such a joy to like really, it feels like the characters are so fleshed out that it feels like reading a novel almost, mm-hmm. right? Like it feels like there's something, it feels like we're going a level deeper than we usually go with character in this show. Um, and I think that's just, I don't know, it just comes with the territory. Like this It almost makes it feel ahead of its time to yeah. me. It feels yeah. like a little yeah. bit, yeah. An anime mm-hmm. that is more diligently written. I get that vibe yeah. too. Right. And it is based off of a manga, but I was gonna yeah. say, Marn, as one of the other like OG Shonen Jump, like Otakus, a la the old thousand <laughs> terms, because I was one of those. How do you feel about that? Like, would you agree? Would you disagree? Would you say maybe, maybe, maybe not? How do you feel about that? Because that's how I, you know. I, yeah, I think like compared to, I'm trying to think of what else was like serializing in Shonen Jump at the time that I was reading it, which I think it was like Shaman King. It's like, it and was definitely Naruto. Shaman King for sure. Shaman yeah, King and Naruto. Naruto. That was probably one. There was probably a little bit of One Piece that may have been. Yeah, definitely time. One Piece. Yeah, and I and I. And I feel like compared to stuff like that, there is a lot more immediate depth of character. And like, especially because the the first like couple mini arcs focus in so tightly on like being a slice of life story. And it's like you get to just sit with those characters and like the stakes are Ooh. what's happening in their lives and not yeah. like 
we have to go fight some rival ninjas. <laughs> right. That's like that's that. a great point, actually, because a lot of shonen anime kind of flip that. Uh-huh. Where like 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 imagine Dragon Ball Z, right? The arc the iconic shonen anime. It opens with fighting. It doesn't open with yeah. an exploration of yeah. Goku and Piccolo and Gohan and all of that. It gets to that, but it opens with Gohan has been kidnapped. We got to fight to get him back. And then we start exploring the characters and what their relationships mean to each other. Whereas Yu Yu Hakusho, totally the opposite. We're opening on what mm-hmm. these characters' relationships mean. Yeah, yeah. which is what's going to make the fight so good. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like that's Yu the thing Yu is we're building like- up to some of the... <laughs> Some of my new favorite anime fights because it ha- it's going to have the weight of history behind it. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yu Hakusho is like, you will care about these characters and then they <laughs> yeah. are going to get the shit beat out of them. <laughs> and they really get the shit beat out of them. <laughs> you are going to be pushed to the brink of your emotional capacity. If you don't cry, I have not written hard enough like that's literally it is it's like i'm serious you you write you write a show like this your characters they have to get their asses kicked really 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 bad i think that's like part of the 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 draw this is one of the like things they tell you about writing characters right is that you you have to put them in stressful situation to put them yeah. in a little box and shake the box yeah you gotta <laughs> turn the heat up man you gotta put the pressure yeah. on you gotta, like, that's where you the gotta play the sims the with your characters you've gotta you've gotta box them into a into a room you've gotta take away the windows and take exactly. away the doors and look at it in top down mode and then hit your stopwatch and see how long it takes for the the clown the sad clown to come yeah and what if a little fire starts in there? Not a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Take, take the ladders what if out of the pool. there's an arsonist? Yeah, take what the ladders out of the pool. What if there's an arsonist who throws what a if there's can? An <laughs> a can over the wall. Make a little We're fire. Two, two object moments real quick here. The can, arson. Also, the moment, I just, I, I want to say it out loud, of Kuwabara, while he's studying, he is eating his little hot dog octopus, yeah. one of my favorite Japanese cultural staples um, and, and with his pencils but he's doing it he's not using like the dull side or the eraser side of his pencils he is picking them up by the lead using them like <laughs> chopsticks it's such a good quick little like visual storytelling <laughs> moment of how hard he's studying I know I know so oh fun. my gosh that was so great I liked that whole I was I was very touched by Kuwabara studying really hard me too. It was really. It was. I was. Yeah. I was like. Oh, that added so. to it. That was the hardest thing that you could have asked Kuwabara to do. To get <laughs> yeah. beat up, he looks like he's built for it. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. to make him study really hard, I think that was the mountain he had to climb. He had a. He got a seven on the last test. He got a seven. Can we? Okay, okay hold on. Also, the wonderful joke of Yusuke only getting a twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Acting all fucking superior. He was like, "Oh well, I am smarter than him because I got a 12. I was like, "Bitch, you still got it." You answered one more question correctly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Can we talk about this grading system? Is this grading system in fucking Celsius or something? <laughs> it's Celsius. I remember from <laughs> school that like American school is like super easy compared to like other countries and like. In other countries, you're Damn. supposed to get like if you get a hundred on a test in like Europe or Japan, it's like you cheated hundred percent. Like there's no way you're gonna do that. Like it, wow. in America, you were expected to get like nineties and hundreds. In other countries, That's if you true. get ninety hundred, it's like you are 
absolute top you're of class. You're the prodigy, right? You're, you're the you're, you're the head, you're the class you're the class president and there's an arc Got about it. you. Every test is wow. designed to like weed people out. Like they're supposed to be crazy hard. Nobody gets more than like a 70, 80 kind of kind of vibe. So like asking him okay. to get a 50 is like pretty big. That would Actually be like hard. asking a failing student to get like a C, basically. That's valid. I mean, look, you said that you were like, well, you know, I mean, you didn't say it like this, but I was like, that's right. Americans are real goddamn stupid. We don't know where we are <laughs> most of the time. You're right. Americans are pretty fucking dumb. I forgot about that for like two seconds as I made a whole Celsius joke about a 50. So- but hey, look, it's a good Celsius joke. I liked that. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Real recognizes real. My prankster's gambit is on point today. Um, So I think it's the first one of the season. I'm so proud. No, you, me. you said abscond one week. No, you said abscond one week. No, we're, we're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that Kuabara cut those little octopuses himself? No, I choose oh, to believe. Yeah. I don't know anything about his home life, but I choose to believe he has a mom who loves him. Oh my like, god! No, actually, I know. Oh, yes. uh, um. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna. Do you yeah, think find out about his home life later? We do learn about his home life, and there is a character who I'm imagining does not do that. Actually, that's what I was thinking. That would be insane if it turned out. Um, wow, that's why I was like, surely he did it himself, right? Everybody needs someone in their lives who will cut their hot dogs into little octopuses. And then fry them. Look, that's so good. Have we ever had fried bologna sandwiches? Oh my god, you fried bologna sandwich is so fucking good. Yeah, I was like, wait, hold on. Did I just like everybody go like, what's fried no, bologna no, no, sandwich? No, no, no. Yo, Fuh. no, 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 no. I've I've had fried bologna. It's like just as good as I'm fried an, spam. I'm an American. Like those are the two things. No, I've I've never, but I was a picky eater as a kid. Okay, Marn, Marn, here's the thing. When you when you do a fried fried bologna sandwich, don't do any of that bullshit like Oscar Mayer bologna. No, 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 no. What you want to do is you want to go and you want to get the thick bologna with the red with the red um strip around it, like to hold it instead of like a sausage casing, because you uh-huh. have to take that off and you want to fry that. That's the bologna. I'm telling you, that bologna is I'm, so good. I'm internalizing this. Yes. And like, because essentially it's like you do it in like a grilled cheese sandwich, but you're frying a, 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 a some bologna and you're putting it between the cheese. Mm. Would you like Such to make fried snack. bologna sandwich mm-hmm. your active quest? <laughs> Click R3 <laughs> to display your quest. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but all that to say, the hot dogs. <laughs> it's got one of those blue plus marks on it. To bring your energy up. <laughs> it also provides benefits. A little like image came up when you selected it. <laughs> If you ever, Marn, if you ever find yourself uh, running up against a fight you can't win, make sure to stop and eat a fresh fried bologna sandwich. Bologna sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> Plus one defense, I'm telling you. Yo, those are so good. But like little fried hot dogs, that would be so cute. I've actually never had octopus wieners. I might try to make me some this weekend. I don't think I have either. I've seen it so much. Um, in different media, I know it's a thing. There is a you can buy a tool that cuts it. Like uh, you can. I just, that's why I'm looking at y'all. That's why I'm looking at y'all. Like y'all fools. You do know that all you need is a paring knife. Well, <laughs> you just want a gadget, Newland. Is that what that? Well, means? you can get a gadget. I just think the gadget is funny. I think it's funny like, what's to get this a for? Oh, this is like my that, you know? uh, this is my hot dog octopus. <laughs> this is my hot dog octopizer. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is just for cutting my hot dogs. <laughs> my hot dogs? Nothing else. <laughs> oh, jeez. Welcome to Shark Tank. I'm gonna die here. <laughs> <laughs> Title of the episode. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, there it is. Hot dog octopus. <laughs> um, does anybody no, yeah, have I, any more I, notes I, about that's you, all I show? I know. We're running out. Okay. I think these were good episodes. They were. They were sweet. They were really endearing. They, they were, were really so endearing sweet. Endearing episodes. So sweet. So, so fun. They were really good. They were. Mm. Yeah. Super good. Great. If you're writing. listening and you're like, I haven't seen Yu Yu Hakusho <sighs> in a while, and I'm not watching it alongside the club. Please correct that. Go watch this show. Yeah, watch the show. It's amazing. It's on Hulu. Yeah, it's, it's on Hulu. Like, look, if you've got Spotify Premium, you got Hulu. You got cheap Hulu. Like, if you don't, if you have anything else, you probably got Hulu. Knowing your ass. So just I've even heard that you can find Hulu. it for free yeah. online somewhere. But you know, yeah, I didn't say anything. Probably can. <laughs> well, Internet <laughs> Archive usually has like broadcast yeah. mm-hmm. um, databases. If you, oh, the original broadcast. Yeah, if you can't get, if you don't want to pay for like Funimation, Crunchyroll, or Hulu, or whatever, then you yeah. can probably find it on Internet Archive, mm-hmm. and it's totally illegal. Yeah. Um, Marn, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This is great. <laughs> I would love to know more about your podcast. What are you? What is? What are? What are they? What are they like? Uh, yeah, so I, I co-host at Teen House Party. Uh, we talk about like slasher movies and TV shows starring teens. Uh, we have a mini series coming up that we're about like literally tomorrow. We're going to record the last episode of uh, talking about the Fear Street movies oh, on yes. Netflix. Yeah, we, we heard from Jacqueline, uh, Jacqueline in the last yes. episode. So excited that. for that. So like, if you heard Jacqueline talking about that, and we're like, hell yes, you should definitely subscribe to Eric. To uh, we're gonna Dead hell Tom's yes party. it again. <laughs> hell yes, hell yes. Uh, <laughs> I also co-host Argonauts, which uh, we talk about alternate reality games. Uh, we um. I haven't done that tomorrow. in a while, but we have a new episode coming out tomorrow. We took like the month off in January to uh, do do some episodes that weren't about ARGs. Um, but we recently did uh, the one that we did the most recently that won't be the most recent once this episode comes out is uh, we talked about the official ARG of the 2008, I think, uh, Olympics, which is called Find the Lost Are you Ring. Kidding me? And it was Oh yeah, it was funded by <laughs> What? Oh yeah. How are there so many of these? Every time an episode so drops, it was, like, uh, I see it was the feed, funded like, by McDonald's. Who? Oh my god. Uh, how many were It there was to promote the 2008 Olympics that were just ARG guys? No. I wish to God it was. Is ARGs just the MLMs of video <laughs> games? Please. Okay. Let me let me get off this motherfucker. Is wow. that part of the ARG? Follow what the money. What <laughs> It was funded by McDonald's. I'm sorry. Please go on. I yeah. Just... It was <laughs> it was funded by McDonald's. <laughs> and the plot <laughs> was that there was an ancient Olympic sport that was like removed from the Olympics that let people travel across the Olympics the ARG funded by McDonald's and is so good. They, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Wow. 
It's amazing what they come up crazy. with in the That's past. That's a motherfucking MLM. I don't give a shit. That is crazy. What the fuck? Um, you guys, I cannot. I have to go to the bathroom so bad. I'll be right back. <laughs> Please go to the bathroom. Go, please. please go. <laughs> I thought he was going to say something so insightful there, and he was like, I, I'm going to die. My body's going to explode. I can feel myself actively weakening these muscles the longer I sit here. I am going to have problems. Sometimes you got to put your health first. You do not want to. You don't want to mess that up. I can see that if I keep going down this route in 20 years, I will be needing incontinence underwear. Okay, I gotta go. Oh my god. This is gr- wait, hold on. Okay, so it's done by McDonald's, and it's yeah. It's- hold on, there's a Wikipedia page. Oh my god, what? <laughs> it feels so weird when it has it has a vi- a Wikipedia page. Like, I didn't so even a- know that there it's was- officially fake. It's so like the entire concept that that this is an entire genre of stuff. The Lost Ring, two thousand eight. Initiated- like- I love the term initiated by McDonald's. Like they yeah. <laughs> Well, we just set it into motion. We just set what? the dominoes up. You can't blame us for this. I just... 2008 like, to, like, 2011 was, like, the sweet spot of mm. every ad firm really wanted to get in on, like, viral marketing and ARGs, and a yeah. bunch of them did just, like, insane bullshit. Marketing it's firms like- are fully beyond the pale. I believe it. Yeah. They'll catch they'll catch wind of like an uh, a fad and it's like this is the new way of advertising. Everybody's doing ARGs now. And if you're Let not me, doing it, you're losing out. Welcome to Pepsi. The, the culture vultures that are marketing firms on God and the fucking angels. I just had to do a spot. Oh, I probably can't say for who. But I I probably definitely I didn't have to sign anything, but I probably definitely can't say for who because I don't know how radio works Smart. at all. There's um, there's almost but, always NDAs, yeah. Okay, so I didn't get the job, so I I didn't have to sign anything. However, I don't know oh, if it's caring, it so I don't want to like say anything. Oh, so fuck let's it not burn any bridges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just uh, don't want to don't worry about it. So anyway, um, but I had to do. I got called to do a spot for a huge corporation. Um, so for a huge corporation, and um, it was for the Black History Month series, oh. and oh my god! But I was saying all of these very black catchphrases like run it back and i'm like there's no way for me to say this that sound like a robot oh my god like oh that's so tough the person's the person who's wrote this their name is hunter and they are from like the poconos i can't this is the worst (laughs) a trust fund baby wrote this you've got to be kidding me like is that what args are trust fund babies built those these are crazy and that was for mcdonald's (laughs) no sorry (laughs) so not anymore my (laughs) My theory is that they like got dropped by marketing firms after like the recession happened because yeah. like there haven't been as many since then. Oh but... yeah, I bet there was a wild time. Like there's a lot of coke going around. As oh, <laughs> after marketing guys were like, this is this is tabletop gaming for us, basically. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. there was a Audi did one that like won awards. Are they you had people. Me? Um. Wow. Oh yeah. 
It, it's called Art of the Heist. We covered it on Argonauts. Uh, they had people sneak into car dealerships and break into Audis on the showroom floor uh, to get clues. That's so funny. <laughs> it was crazy. They paid for a bunch of people to go to Coachella. Wow. Whoa. This is I can't wait for the ARG that is essentially like a shadow run style, like one corporation sabotaging another. Like this is this is the Pepsi ARG <laughs> where you destroy Coca-Cola freestyle machines with a Max, bat. Because there's a clue Max, inside that really we did. Good news for you. <laughs> <laughs> Max, I have incredible news for you. Uh, Andrew please. and I ran that arc. <laughs> Andrew and I ran a fake Pepsi ARG. <laughs> Oh I'm gonna have to cut some of this into the end of the episode somehow. That's okay. I don't know how. Bell means this week's meeting of the After School Anime Club has come to a close. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you, and if you want to follow us online, you can at After School Anime Pod on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Max Newland underscore Stevie. How about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as a smattering on both platforms. And Max, how about you? And you can find me on Twitter uh, at Max underscore Tax. Come say hi. Mar. You can find me on Twitter at Corpse Survivors. Cool beans. Since our show is still new, the best thing you can do is leave to support us is leave a five-star review. We still don't have that many reviews. It'd be great if we could have more. And if you read one, if you leave one that's funny and entertaining, I will read it on the air. And I believe I promised to do it in a Kuwabara voice last time. Yeah, you did. If you write it as Kuwabara, we'll do it in a Kuwabara voice. Yeah, write it as Kuwabara, sure. I'll do it as a Kuwabara voice, so long as you don't have any chicken-headed shit. No chicken-headed shit, not. please. Please. Nope. No, thank you. Please Remain hardline. Yeah, that's the that's the one boundary we have. We probably have more boundaries than that, but the only one that you need to know right now is that we do not tolerate chicken-headed shit, so don't bring it over here. The rest, we'll, we'll talk about it later. And again. Yeah, we'll tell you later. We're so glad we got to spend this time. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you at the next meeting. Four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Andrew, Andrew, what are you doing? Oh, hey, Marn. Uh, so I'm playing through an alternate reality game, and there's a number station puzzle that we just can't solve. Uh huh. Yeah. So I tried everything else, and I figured that the best way to solve it would be to get into its head and think like a number station. I've been saying numbers into microphones for hours. Okay. Well, I I think I have a better idea. What's that? You could just listen to the Argonauts podcast. Every two weeks, I could let you know the ins and outs of old ARGs and give you a deep dive on how they were created. 
Uh, do you think we could like have a nuanced discussion about game making philosophy and how cultures around games have changed as well? Yeah, and you can definitely continue to fail to solve old arcs along the way. Well, it sure would be cool if that was a podcast you could find to bung with a bunch of other great shows over on the Moonshot Network. You know, it sure would. <laughs> well, cool. Thanks for the invite. Uh, anyways, I'm going to get back to this, though. 23. 19. Okay. 